Okay. Welcome to the wrap-up end-of-the-year podcast version of the Cozy Cassette. Today I'm joined by uh, Kamel. We're talking about the year, our favorite uh, albums that came out, highlights, disappointments. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun time. I'm fine. So, Kamel, how are you? I'm just chilling. Yeah, well, that's good. Just chilling. Okay, so let's start this off. What do you think about this year in general? For the uh, music? It was overall like on the probably like on the positive side. Um, there were definitely some disappointments. Like you know, I think we can't deny that. Like albums either that we had no hopes for, but then as time like as release got closer, we kind of got excited and then disappointed. Or albums that we were genuinely excited for. And then either didn't get or we did get them and we wish we hadn't. But overall, I mean, positive. I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I look at when I look at the albums that I liked this year, it's I think the number of albums Absolutely. I enjoyed went I up think from so last too. year. I think overall, I think I liked more. I think also, and it might not be by a lot, but I think for me, especially versus last year. The high points this year were definitely like very, very high. Like what I liked this year, I really liked. Even oh, okay. if I didn't like a large volume of things overall, I definitely really liked the shit I did like this year. There's definitely been this shift towards quality that's been phenomenal. <laughs> uh, no, let's not say that. There has not been a shift towards quality. Come on. Not at all. No, no. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. The mainstream, the mainstream right now is total ass. Better than everyone who's up and no, the vast majority of people who are up and coming are just trap fucking uh, cutting copies of each other. Like no, no, no. There has not been a shift towards quality whatsoever. Okay, Some okay. quality has come out, but you're not gonna tell me that there's been a sh- overall I shift. Know. I just feel like maybe there's definitely been like a, a little incline, a little bump at least. I don't know. Okay, Scorpion and Scorpion spent an unprecedented amount of time at number one. Are you gonna try and convince me that the that that's quality? No. How about no. just the meteoric rise of Takashi Six Nine? You gonna convince me that's quality? Get the hell okay. out of here! That all happened over the course of this year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. There's a lot of things that happened this year. <laughs> it was really like a two and a half hour movie that we watched over the course of this year. <laughs> Definitely. I mean. We, like when you think of albums that came out this year, like some of the earlier ones, you're just like, wow. Like Flatbush and J Cole and Janelle Monet and Shrem Life. Was, Shrem Life three came out this year. Shrem Life three was bloated, but I mean it was, but it was still. I mean it had it had. But it had, it had the shotgun approach, you know. It's like obviously I have to like some of this. It's like you culture. put out like Two. fifty tracks, and I'm sure I'm about to sift through and find four, but. Since when has the album process been like... The concept of Shrem Life 3 was good. <laughs> effort on my part. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. But I feel like the concept was cool. Like both them going the, off, the, making their own projects, and then coming together. But well, I feel like you could have cut out half those half those tracks. Honestly, well, you know what they should have done? It should have been like, obviously not this rigid, but like in principle, it should have been like six tracks from each of them individually, and then a duo of 12. You know? So you're going to get a lot because they want to put out a triple album or whatever. So you need to have a volume of music that you put out. That's, you know, that's a lot of music right there. That's 24 songs. And then... Not if you're Drake. You, no, yeah, not if you're Drake. Then it was just average album. 
Um, and then you, that's, that's how you kind of like introduce people to the idea of them as individuals, but they just went in too hard. Like they, and it really exposed kind of the both of them. Yeah, because you started seeing what they were more. individually worth at. <laughs> well, yeah, it just showed how much the other, like, that, how well they work as a duo is because each one of them is really one-sided almost and one-dimensional. Mm. And so you need the both of them to cover what the other one can't do. I just felt like Slim Jimmy was totally exposed, though. Slim Jimmy ain't shit. <laughs> wow. Anyways. What, what do you think about the, because this year we did see a lot of collaborative albums. What do you think about all that? hate it you hated it <laughs> fucking hate it dude but i like i like the idea of like i'm not against the idea of artists working together you know but like you need to like a, a whole album is is hard and like i think it works well the collaborative album idea works well when it's like producer rapper you know or like producer singer or whatever we but, did like, get a couple of those this year that were good without warning which right yeah, yeah, without warning. Well, Metro Boomin, really. Yeah. <laughs> Metro Boomin didn't have a lot. I mean, even last year he had a Big Sean project. This year he had one with Young Thug and with with Twenty One and you know a bunch of people. And then all and then not all heroes were capes, which I liked. Yeah. Um, and then he dropped the but, instrumentals only. Such a good guy, that Metro Boomin. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so like I'm more of a fan of those. But like two of like you know two rappers or two singers or whatever like the collaborative album is just hard i feel like to do like a full project to together you think people are trying to chase the the hype of um that collaborative uh future and drake project came out a while ago because i felt like the catalyst to this at least like sure there were other people doing collaborative projects future was really well known for it but i feel like i feel like the, nah, after that drake exposure it kind of just went a little bit wild I don't know. I'm not. That's never a point I considered. But when you say it, I don't think I can take it too seriously. Like, no, I just think like I just think like it's like a smart marketing thing. You know, it's like the I look at it. I see it almost on the same vein as like like fake relationships. Yeah. It's like you just want to expose one audience to another audience and just market off of each other, basically. And have some fun making music together, you know? I'm sure that's a huge part of it as well, but there is definitely the big marketing side. And I just feel like it, it's it's throwing together a lot of artists that maybe, like, on paper seem like they're great, but it's like you got to, I mean, it's, it's music, not paper. So you kind of need to think, like, okay, well, would, would they, what is each artist going to bring to the table and what's the other one covering for? Yeah. And how many tracks can they realistically put out that are that are different? You know, it's like they have really the only, like when they're a duo, are they just really like putting out the same kind of track after that? It's like six of the same thing, but just slightly different. I don't know. But yeah, let's let's move on from the collaborative thing. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't dig them. Did you dig any of them? Uh, well, one of them, or... one of them was my favorite albums of the year with Kitsy Ghost. But that, I mean, that's Kanye West. And that's Kid Cudi, yeah. and they're like a whole different conversation. I also felt like Kanye, Kanye obviously was you know performing on those tracks, but I felt like Kanye was just very deep in the producer mode. So I'm I'm gonna I did I'm gonna pretend, you know, like he was more of a producer on there that he just was throwing in some verses here and there because it was just him and Cudi. But yeah, I mean, Kid Ghost was a great album. I'm trying to think what were the other like big ones. 
All right. Well, let's let's jump into it. Let's talk about. Let's kind of go in a more like uh, order. Order. Oh, yeah. Order. Just fashion, and uh, we'll get into <laughs> albums. Albums by the month. All right. So. So January albums. There were. Uh, there were a lot of projects. Not a lot, but there were like a couple of projects that came out. Um, a couple of projects that came out. Um, fuck. It's like right. Right at like right at the end of January, I think, right? Like nothing came out like right at the, right at the, right off the bat, but like. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, the notable ones during January: JPEG Mafia dropped an album. Uh, Cupcake okay. dropped an album. Maxo Cream dropped an album. Maxo Cream, yeah. I only like I only listened to that album like very like late in the year, but yeah, I liked it. The Migos dropped Culture too, but I'm not calling that a good album. I'm gonna say it's notable. Yeah, you know, I mean it impact, did something. The impact it had on my mental, but that's something else. I just yeah, Culture Two was kind of a disappointment. That's a big disappointment that came out this year. January wasn't really much for me. If you have anything to say about it, uh, Cupcake's album came out. You uh, Four Eyes. She she's she's all right. A lot of people like Cupcake like a lot. She's like a little yeah. bit above average for me, but she did make a good project. I've heard her music before. Like, yeah, Davies uh, dropped a project Riga. during. Uh, but uh, Davies projects are always gonna, you know, be good and not do well. Those are kind of his two hallmarks. Yeah, if it ain't Davies, <laughs> yeah. it's quality and no sales. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I I don't really got anything else for January. Okay, let's just keep going. What do you What do you uh, think about projects come out in the next little bit of the year? February had a little dark age, which uh, that was such a great album. MGMT, they're mm-hmm. pretty, pretty great. I especially because if I'm not wrong, I want to double check this, but I'm pretty sure that they hadn't put anything out for a, a while, long time. Yeah, a while. Not yeah. even a single, a single, or just like a random drop or anything. I don't yeah, think. their last project I think was 2014. So they went four years without putting anything out. They came back swinging. Yeah, no, they did phenomenal. I, again, one of the better projects of the year. Yeah, plus, I mean, I'm just going to, I mean, I, I, I'm I, biased towards anything synth-related, so. Yeah, no, I mean, that's fine, though. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if it's if it's going to be quality synth shit, then you got me. I'm trapped. Mm. Um Kodak Black put out his R&B album, which I he thought did. was hilarious. <sighs> I didn't think that was Heartbreak Kodak. Heartbreak Oof. Kodak. Yeah, that hilarious. that album broke my heart. <laughs> Comedy album. It was like it was like listening to R. Kelly trapped in the closet. You know, it was like R&B, but I'm like I'm laughing. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kodak Black, and he like he had a lot of good music come out this year, but this is like it just that move didn't make any sense to me. It's definitely been a funny year for Kodak. I'm just gonna call it funny. Oh <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. He'll get better. Z- though. Kodak will do better. The meme from, from the ZZ produ- like production clip that was hilarious. <laughs> Him and Travis <laughs> hilarious. So, um, uh, Rich Brian did drop his project. It wasn't bad, but it was, you know, kind of notable because yeah. Rich Brian uh, kind of was seen as that. Him and Joji at least were seen as kind of the jump up point for eighty eight rising. And they did drop a collaborative project this year. Notable features on it. It was a pretty solid, solid I felt like the collab. I, I like the collab project Me better too. than Rich Brian's individual. 
Joji's individual project, I don't know how it's with me. Like, I just don't know how to feel about it. I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed I did it. too, but like, I also don't know. It felt weird at times. It just felt like too, like, unrefined. And like, he just kind of needs to spend more time just like honing his craft, which I guess like was part of the process, but like, You'd hope he'd do that before he released his project. Yeah, I I come from that school of thought. Other people believe that, like, there's nothing wrong with putting your failures out there and letting, like, not only letting yourself critique critique it, but, like, letting the world critique it. I just, I don't see the point of that. From a mixture. I all see the point of that. I think you you put your best foot forward, so why would you release bad music if if you think it's bad? Well, they might not think it's bad. Yeah, but someone probably does. And someone probably, you know, tells them, maybe you should change this up or this up. Look, I don't know. The creative process is complicated. I'm not going to... I wasn't there, it so is. I don't know what happened. Anyways. We don't know how also, to make music. Day 6 9 came out. <laughs> In defense of 6 9 can I just say I did enjoy Day 6 9 to a degree. What is the degree? Like, one? No. Like, like the Tory Lane's track was great. Uh, what was it? Koda Cuckoo or Kiki. And he just... He makes it so hard to like him. Uh, I think it was Kiki. It was a track with Tory Lanez, which surprisingly enough, the only like real track I liked on that album or on that mixtape. And then on his new project, um, his track with uh, Tory Lanez, also my only my only real track that I enjoyed. <laughs> I think maybe you just like Tory Lanez. I think so too because I like both his projects that came out this year. That's true. Um, we're about to get to that. Anyways, yeah, Day Six Nine. I don't know. I just kind. Of- it's like I got like the Migos effect, you know, where it's like I'm listening to the album in the background as I'm doing something, and I can't tell when the songs change. Yeah. <laughs> they all kind of. I mean, that's that's always been his problem. Is he just sounds like I don't want to say he sounds like the same person because he is the same person, but he just he doesn't sound any different on any of his tracks. This new project, he did sound different on tracks, but it also just felt kind of forced, like he was singing in Latin, doing like Latin trap and shit, and it was just not good, man. It was a shit show, really. Earth Gang, went 10 for 10. Earth Gang dropped their project uh, uh, a little bit after 6 9 did. They're always good. Currency dropped a project, Spring Collection, that was good. I don't know, there wasn't that much else that happened, really. Well, it's February, shortest month. Oh, yeah. Right. Anyways. Of course. <laughs> Tory Lanez, in March, on March, like, first week of March. Yeah. The uh, Memories Don't Die. Which, I liked it. I were you surprised that that came out this year? Uh, I was. I don't know. I don't a little shocked. I don't follow. When I, I don't was follow like Tory Lanez like news. So like I when he releases projects, I just listen to them or not. You know. For me, it was it was very much like I was going back on projects that came out this year. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that this project came out a couple of months ago. I think maybe that has something to do with the fact that he also did just drop recently. That's true, yeah. He didn't drop project like a couple of weeks ago, like three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little while ago. Uh, Love Me More. Yeah. I like, I don't know if I, like, I feel like I like Love Me More and More. I need, I want to listen to them, like, I don't say back to back, but like, I want to listen to one of them and then take a break and listen to the other one and just kind of like compare them, you know, and just see like, because in my head, I can't, I feel like I'm mixing up some, some maybe which tracks are on which at some point. I think Love Me More definitely might be a better project overall, but Memories Don't Die has some, like, the, the, the high notes are really high on, on Memories Don't Die. I think overall, uh, Love Me More is a better a better project, but it doesn't have some of the staying power, to, power like, like a track like Shooters did, you know? There's no real track like that. 
Okay, so shooters is on memories on die. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, good. So, moving yeah, moving over you... to Easter Easter month. Well, that was also March. Uh, wait, are you? Just... Is, was there anything else that really came out? Oh wait, no, you're yeah, right. A bunch. Yeah. Lobo two, which disappointed me. Like I'm not a Lil Yachty fan, but I could see the progression that was happening, and I was upset. In the in the direction that he ended up going in with Lil Boat too. Yeah, Lil Yachty continues to disappoint. <laughs> I and that's like, been his entire career for me. His entire career has been me hearing one track that I think is pretty alright, and then going to hear more music and being just dumbfounded. I'm like, people like this. Like people enjoy this. And I do have strong opinions, but I did think Lil Boat Two was just garbage. Very, just plain garbage. It just it wasn't good. It was it wasn't didn't even feel like a Yachty album. If you listen to Little Boat Two and you listen to some of his last projects, it sounds like a different guy and not in a good way. It doesn't sound like progression. It just sounds like him changing up to adapt to the times. I mean, I don't know. I, he, I don't, he became I don't more moody. Such... He he relied more on the trap drums instead of the other influences that he said he had. And just trap he, drums he felt like an are extension too much of now. Amigos. Trap drums are too much now. Yeah. I was talking to the other Mustafa, and uh, which, by the way, know, if you just... you should go check out his music, Mustafa Khan. Yes, on SoundCloud. Um, he he was just talking about how like it's just like too much now. Like the trap drums, like hi hats are just oof. It's like people need to breathe, man. There's just the trap drums are just going overboard now with how many hi hats there per beat, and how many just like. You, they can fit in a bar. It's like becoming just too much. I thought they would like this year would have reached like the peak, but I don't think so. I really think 2019 is going to be a little bit worse. We'll but see. We, I mean, we have to be close to the peak, right? Because this has to stop soon. How much more could people uh, stand? You know, it keeps going like under new and new evolutions by who is the like leader in it you know like there were obviously a bunch of people doing it but now travis is like at the head of this trap shit i guess you could say mm. and so like in terms of mainstream appeal and his is kind of like dark and moody so that's that's the aesthetic that works now yeah people will follow i'm assuming so Logic's project also came out uh, same day as, as as Yachty's project, and I thought both of them were not good. Bobby Tarantino too. Mm. I I may not be the biggest Logic fan, but I do get the appeal, and I do think that if he did change up some aspects of how he did music, I might enjoy it a little bit more. But at the current state he's at, I think he's just it's just not for me. I'm not the I'm no, I'm no longer the the kid who used to sit in his bedroom and you know read up on hip hop history. I just kind of exist and I understand what's going on and I don't try to act like I'm someone else. And I think that's every Logic fan. And as long as they're that, I'm gonna have a problem with them. I mean, he just hasn't like his his content hasn't. I haven't seen given how many projects he has out mm-hmm. and how long he's been around. I haven't seen any sort of Content progression. Yeah, like Logic. Uh, Logic's first project sounds like his latest project, really. Because his I, first, his it, first real, his first real album was Under Pressure that came out twenty fourteen. It sounds just like uh, everybody. It just it sounds like that new project that came out after. It sounds like the Incredible True Story. It sounds like Bobby Tarantino too. 
it sounds like Young Sinatra. Like he just sounds the same. He has the he has the same problem that Yachty has. He has the same problem that Kodak has. He has the same problem that Uzi has, where there's no progression really. But you can give excuses to Uzi and Kodak. They haven't been around that long. But Logic's been around since at least 2010. You know, 2009, 2010. And he's just not progressed as far as Kendrick has or Cole has. And and he has the budget. Like, you can hear it in the music. Like, the music, quality-wise, has improved. You know, his production's getting tighter and all that. And so you can see that, like, there's more effort going into his music. I can't say that, like, he's, like, not putting in the work. But I feel like he's just gotten stuck kind of, like, almost like, like a sitcom type of scenario, you know? Where it's, like, the jokes are working. So you start to hear characters that were really, like unique and diverse in season two and three become like almost caricatures of themselves in like season six and seven he suffers from the walking dead effect i was gonna say more like uh kind of like that's kind of what happened like in the office mm. i guess it's more fitting analogy for for logic because he was such a fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is logic i'm coming for you okay nice this is just me uh, i'm giving you a little heads up here get ready um, an album that did come out around this time, which I want to talk about, is XXX Tentacion's album. Which, when it came out, I thought <laughs> oh, I didn't give it any any attention. I I didn't like X. This isn't a secret. Like I very much only started listening to him very recently. Uh, and going back on the project, at least like thinking about it, because I did come in so late, so I didn't have I don't have I didn't I didn't have the uh, the amount of time to reflect on it as other people would have. It's a good project. I think the kid did well while he was alive. I think it's kind of a shame that we lost him. But mm. he can't really do anything about it now. So you just enjoy the music he has out. He has a project coming out soon, apparently. Uh, for reference, this is being recorded 17th of December, so it should be out in a week or two. If uh, headlines are to be believed, but we don't know. Mm. Hopefully it's good. Because it would be um, sad to see him leave a bad project as his last thing. I mean, people are going to love it regardless, but yeah, you'll know if it's an actual good project or not a couple of years down the line Yeah, after after people have reflected on it. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I, 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 like, I'm, I was, I like to, I have a hard time separating the person from the music. Like I feel bad supporting some like supporting music by a person who I think is a proper degenerate. Mm -hmm. uh, but I liked it ish. Like I liked parts of it. Other parts I just really didn't like, and I thought they were kind of trying too hard. I'm just not really into super hardcore sad boy music. Um. Uh, one big high note was the fact that like. The song "Sad" became like a really funny meme in me and my friends' group chat. Yeah, that's always because like now, just because of the, like we just thought it was really funny because just like sad. <laughs> so like whenever somebody said so, says something that like oh, you would just it's, like annoying or upsetting, we just respond with sad. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, that's been integrated. So thank you X <laughs> for, any, for the, the fun meme. Any um, any other Nova projects around this time? March, March. I'm trying to think. Um, I know uh, Scarface and MF Doom dropped a project. I mean, it's MF Doom, so it's good. But same thing as Dave East, who will never really get the mainstream recognition. Yeah, but I think um, that's fine. My dear Melancholy came out at the end of the at the end of March. Which was, what, what do you think about that? Kind of, 
I don't know. I was disappointed. I felt like it's below the standard that the weekend has set for himself. Um, but I mean, I like call out my name, but other than that, the rest of them felt like they were very, like he was phoning it in a little bit, you know, he was just like going through the, like just going through the motions. Yeah. The, the, uh, the weekend checklist of music that has to come out. Yeah, well, not, I don't know about necessarily. Maybe I just feel like these were like B sides or like just throwaways that he just uh, just kind of wanted to just like get out there basically and move on. Because I feel like he's he strikes me as like he has a similar type mentality to Kendrick in terms of like uh, each each album having a very distinct aesthetic. Yeah, and so when he's making an album, he does a lot of like work around it you know making the music and so eventually when it finally comes out there's cutting room floor stuff and maybe those, these are tracks that he just really enjoyed making he just wanted to put out there or something i don't know yeah um uh i mean i liked what the project is is leaning towards i mean i i do enjoy this kind this aesthetic of music more than i did the starboy aesthetic regardless mm-hmm. of how i actually enjoy the tracks i think this 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 version of the weekend might be a better version of the weekend just because it does harken back to the kiss land and the and the trilogy and i think i like that weekend more than i do now but i think it's personal preference at that point i think it's an all right project i can agree with you on that i don't think it was good at all or decent but it 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 makes me hopeful for what comes next yeah I agree. I mean, he's been like teasing something else right now. Yeah, and it so. feels it feels like it could be Kissland related, and I'm so excited. Um. Yeah, which I don't know. I mean, he also keeps teasing six, so like, I I'm just excited in general. Yeah, I mean, I'm more. I honestly, I feel like I'm more excited for other EXO members than I am the weekend at this point. I think Belly has very quickly become one of my favorite XO members. Yeah, Belly is really... Like, he was always kind of lurking in the background for me, but now I'm just, I can see Belly for what he is, and I'm really appreciative that they have somebody like that on the team. Yeah, he's he's been... And he's he's feeling himself, you know? He, the confidence is... Through uh, the roof. Yeah. He did drop a great project this year. I mean, we'll get to that later. Yeah, but. which we will just yeah later in the in the months. Um, right off April, like at the start, you had Cardi B invasion of privacy. Yeah, Sur- Cardi B. Surprising. I thought did a phenomenal job at making an album. Do I think it was one of the better projects of the year? No, but I think, given what I had expected, and given who I thought Cardi was and the quality music she could make, she delivered and passed surpassed my expectations greatly. So I might think it's a better project just because I didn't think it was going to be anything, but I I think Cardi did like set out to reach a goal and she met that goal and it was the music was good. I think that's that's all that really matters. Yeah, yeah, it was not a bad album. I definitely did think she was. I, I'm I was like in a relatively similar boat to you. Of course, I just didn't feel anywhere near as strongly about it. So like when it came out, I listened to it. I was like, oh, not bad, cool. I just I'm not like a big fan of her music overall, you know. So it's like it's not really for like I I don't really it's not for me really. So it's like mm, okay, but I was pleasantly surprised in that it wasn't ass. Yeah. Um, Saba also dropped a project. I mean Saba always does well. I think. Mm, uh, yes. 
It's never. It's also. It's never good. It's never like I can never call him like good, but I always enjoy it. Whenever he drops music. Uh, famous Dex dropped a project. It was a famous deck project, so it was a couple of singles and nothing really that anyone cared about. Yeah. Uh, Kali Uchis Isolation. I dug it. Phenomenal. I thought one of the great, one of the better albums that came out this year. Uh, Flatbush Zombie. Was, you don't think it had so? had amazing production. I think Isolation had a terrific production. Me too. I think. I, I, I prefer, I almost like the, produ- like, like I'm looking at the production list right now and it feels like it's like a production list from my wet dream. Like you've got Bad Bad Not Good, The Gorillas. Kevin Parker, uh, Soundwave, and Thundercat. It's like, what What the hell else do I... Like, who else can I even throw in there that's a producer that I would want? At that point, I'm just getting greedy. Yeah. So, and I love Kaliuchis' voice, but I just felt like there was at certain times, I just, like, I I wanted more out of it, you know? Maybe that was... I came in with too high of expectations, which is rare for me because I always have low expectations for most things. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I think that's reasonable. I liked, it. I liked it a lot. I don't want to sound like I didn't enjoy it. No, I no, did. No, I think I it's did. obvious that you enjoy it, but I think it just didn't meet your full expectations. Is that fair yeah, to say? Given the, yeah, given the tools that were all present. Yeah, I mean, I came into it not really knowing anything, and I was shocked <laughs> from what I heard. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't realize this person existed, and then I was like, whoa. Another person who did that to me uh, came out, out, out around the same time was Princess Nokia. Her uh, Girl Cried Red album. Didn't listen to it. Oh, uh, I thought, great. I, I didn't, like, another up-and-comer who doesn't really sound like anybody right now. Um, a little bit more old school. You know, she doesn't rely as much on, on, on traditional, or on the tropes that people are using now, like the trap drums and the excessive hi-hats. It's just, it's just good music that you can kind of just put on in the background and just relax, you know, for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, J. Cole dropped KOD. Yeah, the same out time of too. nowhere. Out of nowhere. Um, on the 20th. I thought, yeah, great album. Great album, dude. J. Cole, J. Cole has the last two albums has been knocking it out of the fucking park. I need to apologize to uh, a certain person named Adam because I I've mercilessly attacked him because he fanboyed over the fact that this album came out. And I was like, this, is, this ain't shit without even hearing it. And then... Uh, I listened to it and it blew my fucking socks off. I have never been the biggest J. Cole fan and I don't think I still am. I think KOD was good, but it didn't really like convert me, but he dropped a phenomenal project. I'm I'm more converted. Oh. If, if if anyone listening to this plays Civ, J. Cole has almost used it up enough uh missionary points to to convert me. I just I, he he did a great job. He did a really good job. Excellent album. Excellent, yeah. excellent album. I mean, <laughs> can't really say right much about the, that. Production, right honestly, the, the production was phenomenal. That that album had me, like, on the ropes and, for the entire time. Absolutely. Like, and I was in love he, with a lot of the production way more than I was in love with J. Cole. And he did something that I, I'm always, like, you're always going to win me over with this. Don't bullshit me, man. Just put out the tracks that you want. Don't pad it. Don't fuck around just get to the point and that's what j cole really did in this one he had a message he wanted to to deliver and he just got in there the bars weren't wishy-washy not he just lyrically was right there in it and i just i love that i can't i can't not like that yeah i mean good job j cole so, um post malone dropped that month too uh their bongs and bentley's yeah 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really say much. I it's weird looking at Post Malone now because he he's he's put in with a lot of the mainstream acts, and when you look at where he started, it's just so interesting to see how meteoric his rise was and how much I hate him now. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. I really there's some there's some tracks on there that I really do enjoy. It just feels like a if it was a four track EP, I would have enjoyed it way more. Mm. There's a lot of just padding. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Well, that was towards the end of the month. It was nothing really uh, notable came out. Young Boy dropped a project, but Whatever. it's all right. Young Boy, not for me. Yeah. Belly's Dove. Yeah, Dove. Dove was a phenomenal album. Wait, Dove. Mm-hmm. Fucking with you. There's another artist called. Yeah, Dove. no, no. It was. I was like immigrant. It was in the album called Immigrant. <laughs> yeah, no. no <laughs> <laughs> I was like, didn't that come out like a month ago? <laughs> No, this other belly is like some alt rock band. Because oh. when I was doing when I was doing research about the album, they, they came up. Oh. And I was like, "What? They, they literally just called Belly." <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, no, but actually, in May, um, Beach House is seven. That's an album I loved. Fuck! Holy shit! <laughs> what? In in May. No, no, I I didn't hear you. Could you repeat yourself? <laughs> oh. Uh, in May, Beach House's album called Number Seven. Oh, that was a good project. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't know who they were until you introduced me to them. Holy hell! Uh huh. <laughs> they're a great they're a great group. Yeah, and again, synth 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 shit. Yeah, right up my fucking <laughs> all, all alley. And they, and they are they they are good with it, man. They kill it. So <laughs> excellent album. Definitely didn't like it as much as their other projects, but like there aren't a lot of people who put out quality synth pop. So. Yeah. I think what I can get. Yeah, you should be gr- grateful because that scene is not like anything. Popping. Yeah, I'm a ve- I'm a fan of a I'm a huge fan of a very thing, mm. you know. Any big time vaporware artist <laughs> toss me a shit. <laughs> uh. Uh so like we talked about Ray Sharmer dropped a project. It was again just all right. Yeah. Uh um, Royce the Five Nines, Book of Ryan, phenomenal, phenomenal. In one word, golden. It's so good. It Royce the Five Nine will. I think he will. He has proved himself time and time again that he will deliver the highest of quality. Like we can't, we can't fuck with Royce. It's so good. Other Slaughterhouse members that did well this year, uh, Joel Ortiz. He dropped Mona Lisa. That was another great project. Um. If you ha- I Book of Ryman also didn't get the, 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 the critical acclaim that I wish it would have. But uh, it was a good project. Lyrically, it was phenomenal. The production was a little lackluster. But I don't go to a Royce project for the production, really. He's definitely improved uh, over some of his other projects where production was... It felt kind of half-assed. Like he was focused on well let me focus on the lyrics and production won't matter but i think he's found, he's trying to get a healthy blend of both mm. uh did you uh what else what else came out uh testing Ugh. No, I just, let's just not bring that up no no let's let's talk about it for a second asap rocky delivered one of the worst projects of the year where if you ask some people there are some good tracks but for me he had zero positive things to say i just it was such a massive disappointment and it came out like eight months too late if if we had gotten this 
in December, I don't think I would have been annoyed. I think I would have been like, all right, it's like a 6 out of 10. It's like a 7 out of 10. But no, we got it so late. And it was so bad. It's just... Like, we all, I, I, we all know that Rocky hasn't been exactly the best ASAP member, but I didn't expect just, it to be this bad. Like, it, this was worse than an ASAP Ant project. It, it just wasn't good. I found zero good things Jesus. to say about it. I, I don't know. Yeah, this was, this was bad. This was really bad. Some uh, people like to say Buckshot was a good track. No, it wasn't. I do. I'm one, I'm one of those people. It wasn't. It slaps, in, it, it slaps in a car. Anyways, I just think it's unfortunate that this is what happened because um, ASAP Rocky is a very talented dude. I don't know what the fuck happened. I think he's just been spending too much time with Playboy Cardi. Um, Who, by the way, dropped a good project in that very same time frame. Die Lit. Of course, it's a Cardi album, so it's mumble rap, and it's it's not exactly like you know, yeah, top quality. But for what it is, it was a great project. I think Dilet, <laughs> Dilet had probably the best album cover I've seen in the past like three or four years. It was very rock and roll. This fucking amazing photo. Mm-hmm. I love that. Anyways, let's just move on. Jungle uh, Pussy dropped a good project also that month. JP three. Didn't listen to that. No, uh, she's a small, I think, New York artist, but she she does really good music. I think everyone should check her out. This, this is my little pop of knowledge. Kyle dropped a project. Uh, I didn't really listen to it though. I, I heard it once or maybe twice. It, it wasn't for me. But I don't think I don't think Kyle makes music for me. I think he makes music for sixteen to eighteen year old females. Sounds about right. Sounds about like it's so graphic. Yeah. Uh, Nav dropped a project, Reckless. What do you think of that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Nav project. Daytona. Daytona came out at the end of May. It did. Um, Actually, before we talk about Daytona, can can we talk about Designer for a second? Because his project dropped at the beginning of May. LOD? You can talk about Um, that. Seven tracks. Uh, exactly like all the other projects, right? Came out two weeks before Daytona. Nobody at Good Music talked about that project. Everyone just kind of forgot about it. It was hilarious. I definitely think their attitude towards Designer is probably pretty nice. I I feel bad for Designer, but if I liked his music, I would have I would have felt like way worse. But it's just it feels like they treat him this way because he can't deliver on the the same quality level or the same. I don't know. He's just—he's nowhere. He shouldn't be a good music member. He doesn't fit the bill. He doesn't fit the music. He, he wouldn't have been signed if Vine didn't exist. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about everybody. Think about Valet. Think about O Seven Shake. Think about Kanye, Travis at one point, Kikari at one point. Look, look at the talent that's been a good music pusher. And then you just have designer. I mean. It, an artist shouldn't be stifled like this, but you should be an artist that makes better music if you want us to care. Or just like I don't know, I think it was just a stupid signing on everyone's part. Like he shouldn't have signed on, and they shouldn't, because he doesn't fit their label, and he doesn't fit their label. So they both should have kind of realized that. Yeah. But I mean, money is money. Um, yeah, so let's get to Pusha T, Daytona. Daytona, fantastic album. Holy hell, great album. Yeah. One of my. <laughs> One of my favorites of the Cruel Summer series. 
Yeah, me too. Gave us a tremendous beef. <laughs> one of the one of the better of the past couple of years. I I have to agree. I I find very little bad things to say about Daytona. I think it was all around a gr- a great project. I think the artist that like got a very good chance to shine, like Oseveni Shake on Santeria. Uh, I thought that that was phenomenal. All the all the features, production, yeah, Kanye, Kanye production was phenomenal too. I just I find very little to say about this album that's negative. I think it's all around great. I think it deserves all the praise it's been getting. And I'm super excited to see what Pusha T does next. Same. It was a great start. It put us all like in a positive. Excuse me. And this, alongside with all the like a positive mindset. Yeah, and this like when approaching the school summer shit. Sorry. No, go for it. Yeah, no, just like it, it just started off the whole cool summer series very strong. So like, because we were all very skeptical. I was. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Normal people were okay. skeptical of the idea of five albums all produced by the same man that's 35 tracks over the course of very little time course of a month basically. So, yeah so skeptical of the idea that, skeptical you know, but then i mean that that was that, was, one, this, that was a great this, showing yeah this was a great start really okay Just box one check you know mm-hmm. quality let's see let's see if it keeps it keeps rolling forward and to yay which it, i'd say it did a little bit lesser. I mm-hmm. think Kanye, though, just took more chances on his own music, obviously, than Pusha. Because it's Pusha. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and also, Pusha's not going to let him go too wild. Yeah, exactly. Like, Pusha always just has much tighter music and just, like, much more clear production. Like, yeah. Kanye really, like, for his own shit, he really went off on a lot of these. It's a lot more personal as well. Like, you know, he had very, like, I, I liked it in terms of I like hearing Kanye get get real mm-hmm. talk about himself and talk about just what's going on in his head he he has a very interesting way of delivering it i like it so yeah i mean i, I don't want to spend too much time because we already did just talk about the topic a lot which by the way go check out that episode of the podcast if you have it but it was phenomenal it was another phenomenal show yay honestly one of my favorite albums of the year i have to say top at least 15 yeah uh, um, Black Thought dropped a, dropped a oh. project the same day. I thought it was also phenomenal. Streams of Thought Volume One. Black Thought is always very impressive. I didn't listen to the whole project, skimmed, and like there were high points that I really dug. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I was just like, I just checked it out for the sake of like checking out Black Thought and just being in tune with how his project sounded. And I was like, yeah, no, this is dope. I like, I like what he does. Mm-hmm. Talented, talented, talented ass dude. Really, really hope he. Like I, I want him to find a big audience. And, well, like, I think I think he'll always be stifled by the fact that he is a member of the Roots, and they're kind of, you know, they're kind of way more now, at least in today's society, associated with Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon. Which one? Whichever one oh. they do the show for. I don't know. They all look. They're all the same. They're all the same. But uh, I think he, that that was his problem is that he's associated with the Roots, and the Roots associated with him. So he's kind of just stuck there. Oh. Yeah, and he's not like a, a mainstay in the in the music community. It's not like he's always kind of around, and you know, you see him hanging with other artists, or at least like always promoting his music. No, he's very, he's very activisty. He's he's not like you know promoting himself like other artists do. It's that's why I don't think he's gonna get the same mainstream attention. Yeah, it's just not for him, you know, and that's fine. Mm. Yeah, Kid See Ghost came out the week after. Yeah, on a side note, Georgia Smith's album Lost and Found also came out. Excellent. Excellent, excellent project. 
Um, me too. I I mean I'm I say a lot of shitty things about more life, but goddamn, it gave us Georgia Smith, and I will never, never not like that about it. I only heard her. I I heard her on uh, the Black Panther soundtrack. She is phenomenal. No, she is phenomenal. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful shit. Hmm. Um, Kitsy Ghost. Another good showing from Good Music. It's good yeah. to see uh, Kit Cudi back. You know. Yeah, and positive. You know, it's happy to see. I'm always happy to see him happy. Yeah. Redemption by J Rock came out. It's another good project. Uh, Top Dog didn't have many showings this year, and it was good to see that the ones they did drop were all good. Mm. Uh, they didn't. They 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 batted a hundred or whatever the saying is. Yeah. Um. Who else? The Carters dropped the same album. Uh, the same. Uh, the same month. The Carters dropped. Yeah. Uh, everything is love. Mm. Uh, I liked it not as much as everyone else did, but I definitely thought it was like it was good. Yeah. I I actually surprisingly enough I didn't listen to this until way after it came out just because I I admittedly am not the biggest fan of Jay Z but mm. I, I I do appreciate and understand like the, what he's done for music it's just I don't like listen to the music uh, often but mm. I went into this strictly because I do enjoy Beyonce's music and uh, Jay Z and Beyonce both killed it I always like to see Queen B be in her badass self. And Jay Z was a little bit more humble on this than uh, some of his other other showings, so it wasn't that bad. Because mm. that's always been my big problem with Jay Z is that it just feels like he's bragging at me. And it's like, okay, good for you, Jay Z, but I don't really care that you have a million million dollar paintings and six houses, and you know, you're gonna give all that to your kids. Good for you. You've built a good life. Yeah. But I don't need to hear about it. Yeah. Freddie uh, Gibbs also dropped the project. Oh, Freddie Gibbs. I didn't listen to it. Oh, it was a very good project. What were you going to say? Uh, the Gorillas, the Now Now, came out at the end of June. Uh, not as good as Humans, but also not terrible. Just definitely not as good. Yeah, it's... Mm, humans came out 2017, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just... it. I maybe... I think it would have been better if they had taken a little bit longer... Or he had taken a little bit longer to wait and drop music just because i didn't think we needed two gorillas albums in two years yeah they had waited a nice long time before they released humans yeah and i think i think they would have benefited they they're talented people but i think they also need a little bit of time and i think they were just trying to stick onto the humans hype wave a little bit too much yeah but i mean it's it's a it's a very light blemish on an otherwise phenomenal discography Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. yeah it's not I even mean. bad, it's just not as good, which is whatever. Um, Scorpion came out the same day. Fuck that. Who cares, man? I am so... Like, if I if I could turn off... A, like, if I could click on a button and just have it make it so that Drake is not a part of my life anymore. Like, I don't have to hear news about Drake. I don't have to hear new music. I just... I don't want to be a part of this conversation anymore. Drake is... It's so tiring being someone who doesn't enjoy your music because it feels like... I become attacked every time I mention the fact that I don't like Drake. And it's always forced upon me. Like, I, I don't want to sit there and defend the man, because he hasn't made good music in six years. You know? Or however long it's been. But yeah. it's just, all you Drake fans suck. <laughs> <laughs> all of you. All of 60 million of you, or however many there are. There's way more than 60 million. Four, 400 billion people. Ugh, it's just, It's ridiculous. Tiana Taylor also came out she was good. I liked I liked keep that same energy. I didn't like it as some of the other 
um, good music projects, but I do like Tiana and I do like her music. So agreed, agreed. Who else came out? Uh, I don't think really. Trey Capital came out. They were good. Hero. That's you. Young bands. Oh yeah. <laughs> young bands came out. Come on, what are you not gonna talk about? Young bands volume five. <laughs> yeah, young bands volume four hundred thousand or whatever the hell. Uh, I'm just playing. We love you, young bands. <laughs> yeah, hope hope you don't get hope you don't you know catch the charge. Seriously. Um, <laughs> seriously, that's life, bro. <laughs> um, uh. July. Jaden Smith, sire. Phenomenal project that came out. That's hidden. He speaks for himself. I'm not in that boat. I don't know, man. I don't get. Do you? Honest question. Do you not like Jane's music? I think he's. Oh, sorry. I just think he's trying too hard. I don't know. I feel like he, his. I hate. I hate. Like I hate the persona that he he persona like that he's he's playing here. You know, it's just like such a such a trash aesthetic. Like I'm not opposed to artists being like super deep into their own aesthetic you know some of my favorites are those people but Jaden's is just like like frank ocean made a whole track dissing the Jaden smith aesthetic you know super rich kids is mm-hmm. literally what Jaden smith is yeah, so I, I don't know i just like the music <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of it there's some songs that i like but then i don't like them enough to justify how much i hate the persona yeah oh, i'm like man. If he puts out something that I feel like is truly, genuinely quality and not just like some tryhard shit, then sure. But like, I just feel like he's trying too hard with this look and like this, this like oh, rich sad boys shit. You know, it's like, bro, your dad's Will Smith. Like, your dad is like the happiest, one of the nicest dudes ever. Like, what the hell? Yes. No, I love, I love Will, Big Willie. Yeah. So I mean, you like it a lot. I'm not the biggest fan. Whatever. Um. Quick sidebar. Sidebar. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been recording for fifty minutes and we're six months in, so we might want to. Okay, let's just let's just high points, high points of every month. We're not gonna talk about every album. Now. Yeah. So, um, move, I mean, what else, what else came out this month? Uh, I July. Denzel Curry's project came out, Taboo. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Hive Mind by the Internet. They, I was disappointed. Really, I, I'm I'm not I'd as like big of an internet fan as you. Mm-hmm. So I again, I I wasn't disappointed at all. I thought it was a good offering from them. Uh, Sid the Kid and her group of group of misfits. Yeah, I like. I again, I didn't dislike it. Just I had higher expectations, which I need to. I guess twenty nineteen is the year of manage expectations. Yeah. Against artists I like, because I have friends of mine who love, like for example, like My Dear Melancholy. You know, it's like I just I can't. Well, I never like to seriously critique anybody's taste in music unless it's like your favorite artist is, you know, the whoever is the top pop artist of the time. I'm sorry, but you have to get a life like and a and a personality at some point. Mm-hmm. But like I never really like to talk shit if you, if you if like if you enjoyed my dear melancholy, I'm not going to be like well, you're god awful garbage. <laughs> no, I mean if they like my dear melancholy, it's like whatever, okay, cool, but like I just I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, moving on, uh, Mac Miller came out, Travis Scott sorry. came out, YG came out. On the greatest day of the year, August 3rd. Yeah, August 3rd truly was a day to, to remember. God, I mean, just all of August, honestly, was phenomenal. Yeah, um, we got We got Astro World. We got Swimming. We got Stay Dangerous. We got Queen. We got 1.5. We got Slime Language. Yeah, if August, you're an Eminem fan, really... I guess you got Kamikaze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
uh, August August came out swinging, man. August yeah, was yeah. a fucking crazy month. Which shout out, it was fun. I mean, so, looking at the the first week of August, like looking at the Billboard placements, it was number one Travis, number two Queen, number three Mac Miller, number four Trippy Red, number five YG. I mean, that was. It was such a high oh. point of the year. I mean, I'm in his, I'm in his album 1.5 came out. I dug that. I really dug that. Me too. Uh, I love yeah, it. So, I mean, I yeah. we'll talk about Astroworld. I'm, I'm definitely later. I, I know for a fact that's on both of our top fives. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll um, just move on. Yeah, let's keep. Going Eminem, by the way, came out that that same month at the very end of August. I just, I want to say one thing. If you thought, if you thought that project was anywhere between good and decent, there's something wrong with you. Let's move on. Moving on. Uh, September, Iridescence came and went. Unfortunate. Very sad. I mean, I, look, I didn't hate it. I just didn't enjoy it as some of the other. I just, like... I got into it. I got to listen to... I was a big, big Brockhampton fan. Me too. And it came and went for, like, two weeks before I even got around to listening to it. No, I, I was... I, I was... I just was so lost. I mean, first Puppy, and then whatever was supposed to come after that, and then whatever was supposed to come out after that, and then we finally got Iridescence. It was it was really just jarring to, to be a part of, you know? That whole shift in Brockhampton that, that caused this. Yeah. It was I just... I got into an argument with somebody on Tinder because she thought Iridescence was Brockhampton's breast project, and I, I just... I couldn't let that go. Wow, you actually met somebody who was mentally challenged on Tinder. Uh, yeah. Um, Carter Five, not a great album, but Wheezy's Wheezy. So How dare you? I love that project. I liked it too, but like I didn't think it was like some godsend or anything. Yeah, no, but it was good to see it finally come out, and I'm so excited for Lil Wayne now that he's more of a free agent. I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, um the Logic's Suicide Boys. Young... Oh yeah, Su- Suicide Boys album. I want to die in New Orleans. That's, I thought that was a good project. It was surprisingly not abysmal, in my opinion. Um, Young Sinatra 4, we already talked about Logic. Just, you know, it rewind and just crop out uh, Bobby Tarantino for Young Sinatra. I mean... Basically, same, same notes. Speaking of artists who have never progressed, and I don't think will ever, Russ also dropped a project. I just, I don't... Russ, he suffers... It, I might dislike Russ more than I dislike Drake at this point. <laughs> I he's so bad and he makes such bad music and people like him for some reason I I will never get that I I saw the appeal of Russ at the beginning and admittedly I was a Russ fan we all were at one point yeah, yeah it's, it's like the Robert people you like the most that disappoint you the hardest and it's Russ so much um Black also dropped a project East Atlanta Love Letter which I thought was a great project that came out this year Six Six Black yeah East East Atlanta Love Letter was not bad um. Uh, Kevin Gates dropped Luca Brasi three. Luca Brasi three was a good project. Uh, not a highlight, future, but world, definitely a good project. Uh, world on drugs, Juice World and Future. Not anything to really note, but other than it came out and it was whatever. Uh, Ballads one by Joji showed promise. Also showed needs needs some time. I think I think, but I think people should listen to it. I think you should Me listen too. to that and you should listen to some other Joji projects so you kind of get a sense of who this kid is because I do think he is talented. Yeah, he definitely has like potential. I just think he needs to hone it. He needs he needs to hone it. He needs like he's doing a lot of work with a lot of people who are coming up mm-hmm. and I think he needs like a vet by his side, you know, who like can help him get become more of a solid artist rather than kind of just a 
talent ball basically that needs to be molded. Yeah, I mean that's, um, and that's a big problem with a lot of artists now is that the young kids will just will just work with the young kids and they'll never really progress because they don't have that force behind them that's pushing them to do better or that goal like you see where where Lil Wayne is now and you want to be Lil Wayne. No, now you want to be Uzi. It's it's such it's a shorter true. and less dynamic range than we've ever seen. Yeah, people want to make like a SoundCloud Mount Rushmore. It's like motherfucker, these guys just came out like four or five years ago. Like let's relax. Like they're no, they're not, they're not there yet, and they'll they'll yeah, get there, that's... but they're not there yet. Yeah, how are you going to call someone a legend if they're, like they're not if they're still alive and still working on music at age like twenty six? Yeah, no, twenty five. You... I just that people like to throw away like throw out goat and legend way too often now. It's it's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, it means nothing anymore. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, November didn't really see much until the second half. Uh, Oxnard. Oxnard was a good project. Oxnard, I think, was a phenomenal project. Uh, Anderson Pack. So Anderson Pack continues to show that he's arguably one of the most diverse and talented dudes mm-hmm. out there. Uh, I'm just constantly impressed by how dynamic this dude is. Yeah. He he always he never ceases to impress me. Even if some of the music like I'm vibing with the track, I'm just always impressed by him you know i really like him i i i don't have to hope for him to find success because i just think he's too talented not to no i agree 100 like percent of that class he's in this like special echelon of like truly talented musicians that i think will always have a place yeah i mean i, I think november had i don't know you say there weren't really that many projects november um we got we got big crits project i think i thought the big crit did really good this year i thought he was better way better than he was at least in his last couple of operings uh, Vince Staples, we got FM. We got yeah. White Bronco from Action Bronson. We got I Used to Know Her, uh, part two from her. Uh, I didn't really Static Select the Drop to Project. I mean, I like Static. I think he does really well. He's Again, he exists in that non-mainstream, but doesn't really have to be because the music's always good. Um, what else? I mean, November... J.I.D.'s DiCaprio 2 Di- was amazing. Yeah, wow. I mean, J.I.D. is... He killed it. He killed it this 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 time. Yeah, DiCaprio too was a wild ride. Yeah, like the Kendrick comparisons don't even matter. Like I hear it really vividly, and on this album it felt really strong. But the music is just too good to not listen to. So I'm glad you brought up the Kendrick comparison because I was really worried coming into this because I thought people were hyping him up too much. I thought people, I never really like. I don't like comparing artists to other artists, especially because I don't. I don't compare him to Kendrick in the sense of like quality or anything. He just he literally raps and sounds like him. No, I get that. I understand that. But I mean, I don't like comparing them because he is his own artist, and I think he did flex that he is different than Kendrick on this. Yeah, he, he made he, that point clear that he's not just he's the all Kendrick more manic. Clone. Yeah, he's basically Kendrick on on Untitled Two. Yeah, if that was constantly really... Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, if Kendrick Lamar was only Kendrick on Untitled, then get JID. Mm-hmm. Um, still. Crazy, crazy good project. It was. Um, uh, Black Thought dropped the same day. It was also a very good project. Him and Salam Remy. Uh, Streams of Thought Volume 2 was just a continuation of the project that came out earlier this year. Uh, I thought it was really good. I, I, I don't think I can ever say anything bad about a Black Thought project. He's never disappointed me. Agreed. Uh, uh, Jaden Smith 19- also dropped. I don't think you're going to like that. Enough but of Jaden Smith. Okay. Fuck Jaden Smith. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Earl Sweatshirt? Um, Actual music, the 1975, well, obviously Earl Sweatshirt's dope. 
1975, A Brief Inquiry, Inquiry into Online Relationships. Really good album. Mm. Really good album. Highly recommend you check it out. Yeah. Um, that one was kind of slept Earl, on this year. Not really. Not many people talked about it. Yeah. Um, Earl Sweatshirt. Some rap songs. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. Great album. Uh, I mean, great album. I I feel like everyone going into this already knew it was going to be a good project. But yeah, Earl, Earl has been. He's gotten kind of serious over the yeah. past like. It's no longer. We're not getting odd feature days. Weird Earl sweatshirt. We're getting serious, dedicated. Wants to prove himself. You know, the top of his game currently. He's so motivated. He's so driven, and you can see that in all the music. Yeah. He's and there were tracks on there. There were tracks on there that genuinely surprised me. Like I didn't think Earl sweatshirt could make a track like this, and he did that, and he kept shocking me over and over and over again. Yeah, he's. Uh... He did what he did great. Speaking did of great. artists that also shocked me, Meek Mill did come out. Come came out uh, around that same time. Championships a dope album. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill, I, he's 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 honestly he's had a wild year, and I think he's turned that into phenomenal music. Absolutely, absolutely. I think he's uh, like, I still think that Meek Mill was an idiot to to violate his probation. Like at the end of the day, he broke the rules, but. He he did get fucked over, I think, mm-hmm. and I think he's he's definitely acting in a very intelligent way now around it and regarding it, and he's using his platform to do something with meaning, which I mean you I, can't I, be mad at that. I, I I support it. I I can only support it. Yeah. That's my only choice. Me personally, that's my only choice. Is I can only support somebody who's trying to do something valuable with a gift and like good luck to yeah. to make it. So yeah, it's, it was, it's amazing it was to see artists who care as much about everything that's going on. People are starting to care. Like I think audiences are starting to the 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 desire for conscious music has grown over the past while. Obviously, the mainstream is still dominated by nonsense. Yeah. But the audience for like music that discusses real shit is is growing, and I think. For more artists to, especially big one, big name ones, yeah. to go out there and put put shit out like that, I'm I'm a big fan of. Especially with a Meek Mill type, because uh, he's more valuable in his connections. I feel because he's so closely tied to people like Drake, and I know we give a lot of shit to Drake, but if Meek Mill supports something, then Drake will support something, and that will get it out in the mainstream. Which I mean, I'm not gonna be mad at that, leveraging his power and influence for something good. Yep. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I mean, I think that pretty much wraps up the year, don't you? Yeah, it's December. I don't really feel like anything. Nothing's really come out. Nothing really will come out. Exotic Gods, honorable mention. Honorable mention. It was a a good project. I mean, I like Akel. And he seems to be getting a little bit more recognition now. He was just on Ebro. So, shout out to him. And and, uh, Beats One Radio. Yeah. No, Akel is is really... He's moving. And it's strange because I, I thought he would be at this point a lot sooner. Just because he did already kind of show that in the music in the music sphere, it's not like nobody's paying attention to him. People are focused, and people do know about him, and people know that he is moving and he is shaken. Mm. But he's finally getting it, and it's 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 phenomenal to see. Because especially because when you see it, when you have an artist that you admire so much, or an artist that you know you just like listening to, and you know that he's not the biggest at the time, but seeing him actually achieve it, it's it's, it's weirdly prideful. 
Yeah, you feel like you've, you've watched them grow up, and it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling to to have been supporting them through it and see the see them finally succeed. You know, because you wanted that for them. Mm-hmm. Um, another honorable mention. Uh, Kate Trinata put out like a quick little couple, like two 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 singles and an instrumental, along with the instrumentals for the singles. Yeah. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the singles, but the instrumentals, dope. It was meant to be. Kate Trinata really showing me that. I mean, as a solo producer. Like without an artist on it, dude fucking kills it. So yeah. still, so I'm excited for whatever the next shit he puts out is. Um, Me too. Um, another quick honorable mention on the run, Young Thug. I thought that was a great project. It wasn't an album, but it was it was a little offering from them. Um, I love Young Thug, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really talk any shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Seems um, good on that project. Other projects were great, but I mean. Let's just move. Yeah, to, that was a lot of that was a lot of music. So, what do you think? What do you think in terms of overall most favorite top five, whatever you want to call it, for you? Yeah, the five albums I definitely like enjoyed the most. Um, I mean, from five to one, I'd probably put like it's like a two way tie for number five between probably like uh, DiCaprio two and. Um, Like, because like, what to place at five, and then in my mind, what being like falling to six if I don't have it as a tie at five mm-hmm. makes it kind of difficult. But I feel like probably like I had a lot of fun, but I feel like it might have been also been situationally just because of like where I was and how I was listening to the album Slime Language. I just had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> so yeah, I'd probably put that at like I had a lot of fun with it this year. Uh, number five with DiCaprio too. Um. Number four, I would probably put. I would probably put like Kid See Ghosts at number four. Mm-hmm. I definitely just, I like Kid Cudi's music, you know, and so when he puts out like good music, supported by good production and strong features, I just makes me a happy guy so mm-hmm. and again same kind of the same reason as slime language like just situationally how how and when we were listening to it um number three probably uh beach house seven like uh, their album seven number two probably daytona and then number one i mean of course astroworld Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I love all of those. So I can't I can't be mad or or even like fight you. Kod on actually, I actually want Kod actually is tied for third. Okay. Well, that's fair. I just like I'm not the biggest J Cole fan, but I have to like like I. You have to give I it the credit it deserves. In that it started to make me one more, you know, like more than the last one did. Which is difficult because if you're if an artist already exists, I mean, then you have your opinions, and I don't think those and, are gonna change. Very and J. Cole doesn't have like a small discography. No. He's <laughs> he's been around for a while and I have friends who are big fans of his, so to suddenly convert just by virtue of how strong the music that he's putting out is, it's like fuck dude. Nah, this is good shit. Good shit. Okay. So yeah, that's me. What about you, babe? Um, for me, I mean, I don't wanna do in any particular order. I just my favorite my most enjoyed top five of the year. Um I gotta put in that list, Daytona, mm-hmm. Astro World, mm-hmm. Kids See Ghosts. Of course. Fuck. 
<laughs> um, I'm sitting here trying to think. I mean, I really enjoyed uh, Oxnard. So let's say Oxnard gets a definitely up there. Hmm. And maybe if I had to do one more, it would have to be Georgia Smith's Lost and Found. Wow. Yeah, I mean, flames. No, no I, I, there's definitely. See, the problem is, like, there's definitely music on there. Like, you know, if we had made this our favorite albums of the year without a number restriction, I that would take us forever to talk about it. But I mean, just uh, some of the ones I want to give little shout outs to is Taboo, Denzel Curry's project, uh, Kamzai Washington's Heaven and Earth, uh, Freddie Gibbs is Freddie. Um, there's so much. Casey, Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour. There's so much good music that came out this year. Stay Dangerous by YG was definitely a highlight for me. A lot of music that came out this year that was really strong, uh, like, was artists that showed promise. Yeah. So, like, it was, um, it wasn't necessarily about, like, the albums themselves were great, but it was more about, like, I can see these artists in the next two like next year or the next two years putting out another project that is a nice step up and that will be like a really strong project at that point. If they continue in an upward trajectory, of course, artists can take huge missteps very easily. You know, we've seen it a bajillion times. Yeah, no. But there, there was promise. Um, I don't know. For me, it felt like uh, a lot of my favorite projects this year didn't come from my traditionally favorite artists. Like I'm, I mean, this is, First and foremost, we talk about hip hop here, you know, and rap. But a lot of R and B music got like was R and B music this this year was phenomenal. Uh, there's uh, it's there's something nice to be said about indie. Indie kind of had like a weird boom this year too. I thought Carly Rae Jepsen put out a really good project. I thought um, The Weeknd did well. I thought there's so many great R and B artists. I don't know that came out this year. I'm more hopeful for them coming into 2019 than I am for hip-hop because I'm scared that hip-hop is just going to dive, like, completely implode in on itself with the whole trap drums and uh, yeah, and that fiasco. But big, I, big time downhill. Yeah. I, I'm hopeful, though, for next year. I think 2019 will be a good year for music. If we continue on to this trajectory, I think more artists with more diverse projects uh, obviously the mainstream will be filled with a bunch of nonsense that sounds the same, but that's the mainstream that's always going to sound like that. Yeah. There's nothing we can really do about it, but I think the artists that we do hear and are, and do stand out and are the most original and diverse, I think I'll, we're going to see a lot of those this year, or this upcoming year, I'm sorry. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think about what other... Mitski's Be the Cowboy it was phenomenal this year. Uh, Negro Swan's Blood Orange. Valley dropped a, gr- a great project. Good music, if you can find me. I know you you will like this project definitely a lot more than I did, but uh, Kamasai Washington's project, is, you really like that. Yeah, Heaven and Earth. Heaven and Earth. It was a great project. I mean, it's definitely in there for my runner-ups of the year. And along with this podcast, there will be a a, a little list of all the music I think everyone should go check out. You know, you should make sure that you've heard some of these at least. 
uh, there'll be a download link either to the right or right below the podcast link. So check it out if you want. And with that, I guess we'll wrap up. So uh, it's been a great year. All, 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 all the people who've seen or heard this, I'm so thankful for all of you. Thank you so much for that. Next year will be a little bit more consistent, probably, maybe, probably not though. No promises. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna make any real promises because, like, that's that keeps it fresh. You know? Yeah, you want to be surprised, you know? Is he gonna upload? Is he not gonna upload? Is the website dead? Yeah, some, we haven't seen him in six years. Where has he been? Yeah, some weeks two episodes, sometimes three weeks without one. You never know. You should just check the website. Yeah, I should. Friday. I should get a calendar or something. <laughs> Yeah, because we're gonna follow up. Okay, 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 okay. Well, we'll see you next year. Uh, stay cozy. Stay cozy, babes. Have fun. People.